Welcome back to the Women Living Courageously podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us today. It's going to be a great program. Today, you get to meet a young woman that's a personal friend and a prayer partner. And if you looked up the phrase, constantly challenge yourself in the dictionary, I believe you would see her picture right by these words. Her name is Monique Scripp. She's a woman who's bold, brave, and always trying something new and inventive in her life. I love watching her rise up, shine, and soar. And I'm praying that you and I will be infused with some extra passion, encouragement, and plain old gumption today as we talk with this amazing lady. Welcome, Monique. Thank you, Melanie. Good to see you. We are so glad you're here. And I I know we know each other personally, and I thought it'd be so fun for my listeners to get to know you as well. And so I want to introduce Monique briefly. She's a wife and a mom to three boys. She's a top business coach for network marketing leaders and influencers. She's built an amazing network marketing course, and she offers private coaching for direct sales leaders. This lady does it all. So let's dive right in, and I have to ask you, have you always been a motivated person? (laughs) That is a great question. So the answer is yes. I think I just came out of the womb that way. You know, it's funny because looking back on my entire life, I can think about even just at a young age, just having times where I was very bold and very motivated and driven, even as a young kid. And I feel like I've just carried that into adulthood. That's amazing. And I love hearing this. So tell us a little bit about your background, all that's gone into making you a successful wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. Yeah. Well, you know, I feel like all the different seasons we go through in life, you know, there are little lessons or things that we learn or things we take from the previous season. And so there have been times where I've questioned, you know, have I pivoted too many times, you know, because I've had a lot of changes, even Melanie, just in the time that you and I have known each other, I've pivoted a little bit. And so for those of us who are multi-passionate, sometimes we can have lots of things that get our attention or lots of things that have um, brought us to where we are today. So my background is I, I grew up in Florida. I moved to Memphis. Well, I moved to Arkansas and then Memphis for undergrad and grad school. And I ended up working in the insurance industry for nine years. So I did sales and I did sales training. And what I learned from that was I loved coaching people. I loved at the time it wasn't coaching. It was helping other people be successful. I loved mentoring and speaking and training and giving tips and things on helping people to be successful. And so Fast forward to today, that has brought me to using all of those skills that I've learned through different years in helping coach leaders and helping them really be successful in what they're doing. I think that's great. And you are good at that. Um, Well, let's talk about another challenge. We'll come back to that in a minute. But another challenge that people love knowing, and I, I want to hear more about in your life, is your boys. You've taken on a big challenge with your boys. And so would you tell us a little bit of the story of your boys? Yes, it is such a God story. So when we moved to Memphis, I had, I've known my entire life that I wanted to adopt. I knew that adoption was going to be part of our journey, of our story, of my life story. I had two brothers growing up who were adopted. And so when I met my husband, Matt, when we were dating, he had two siblings who were adopted and he had that same desire that I did. And so I knew that that was going to be something that we would do. And so I was very focused on my career at the time and just working and really focusing on that. And um, 
you know, finally kind of came to this place where we were like, ah, oh, we probably should start a family at some point. And, but it was never a sense of urgency. And we knew we had started the adoption process. We were on a waiting list to adopt a baby, but both just very career focused. And so finally, there was this one day where we came across a story of three boys who were in foster care and they basically needed to be adopted. And they had been in foster care, their parents' rights had already been terminated. And so the judge had, um, you know, said that they needed to be adopted together. So they were a sibling group of three boys, it was actually five of them. And so our friends had adopted, they were in the process of adopting their sisters. And so the boys needed to be adopted. And so long story short, um, they came into our home and we fostered them and then ended up permanently adopting them. And that's actually one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about um, what I do career-wise, because I ended up going from zero to three kids and recognizing I couldn't keep up. Like I couldn't keep up my full-time corporate job and hustling in that you know, perspective and then come home and pour into them and do the dinners and the basketball games and the practices and the homework and all, you know, Melanie, you have kids, all the things that it takes to be a mom. And so I looked at that situation and I thought, how can I be a present mom? And how can I also have the passion to work and have a career and do both? Like, how can I do both? And so I got into network marketing and that's what got me into um, being able to, I made the transition to um, leave my corporate job and pour into my children and have that time flexibility and time freedom. And so that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women do that. Because I think there are other women who are like me, who they want to make their kids a priority, but they either need to work or they want to work. And so trying to figure out how to do both, I think is a huge thing for a lot of women. It is. It, it is a constant battle and a struggle and, and an opportunity. And, and I've watched you make those transitions and do them well. And so let me ask you, as we kind of move into that, how have you been able to help other people do some of the challenging things that you've done? How have you been able to help other people make some changes in their lives as well? I think that one thing that is just innately wired in my personality is I can look at someone or I can look at a situation and I can see how it can be better, or I can see how somebody can improve, or I can see like the little roadblock that's tripping them up, that if they can just, you know, work through this roadblock, it would help them to be able to do that. And so I don't know if you're into different personality things, but there's something called the Strengths Finder personality system. And so one of the Strengths Finders is called Maximizer. And what that means is they look at things and they say, okay, but how can this be excellent? Instead of just good, how can it be excellent? And so I think that's helped me as a coach because I can look at people's situations and see how they can be better. I think personally, um, looking at women and saying, hey, you know, here's a better way that you can do this, or here's an easier way that you can do this, and pouring into the lives of women from that perspective. I think I have also just gone after things boldly. And, you know, it really boils down to listening to where I feel like God is leading. And if I know that God is leading, like the example I gave you of leaving my my corporate job and making the transition, it was scary. You know, it was scary financially. It was scary um, identity wise. It was scary because I was in this new season of motherhood. Like it was scary to say, to make that move, but doing things boldly. And especially when you feel that nudge from the spirit, it's like, you don't have to know every single step along the way. You just have to take that next step. 
And, you know, Monique, I was thinking about we've been in a lot of meetings, like small groups, and and you're really good at somebody will mention a problem and you're great at offering. Here's five things you could do as a possible solution. Is that is that kind of what you do in your coaching? Tell tell us what that looks like. You do a lot of one on one coaching. So if someone said, hey, I want to talk to her. How do you help them? What does that look like to spend some time with you and and get some coaching? So a lot of times people know what to do. <laughs> a lot of times they do. And they either don't want to do it or they don't want to address it or they don't know how. They don't need the, you know, they don't know the tools of exactly how to do that. And I think because I've been working with people for so long, you see patterns in people in things. You see patterns of the same kinds of things over and over and over again. And so I'll just give you an example. One of the tools that I use in my coaching program is something called the sharp five roadblocks, meaning that if you are stuck in business, or this could apply to moms, or this could apply to anything. If you're stuck, it's probably going to be in one of these five areas. So S H A R P that's what the sharp five stands for. So either the S is seeking approval. Either you care too much about what people think about you. You're worried about what someone's thinking about you. You're saying yes to something because you're afraid someone's going to be upset with you. You know, seeking approval is a huge one for a lot of people, or you do something or you don't do something for approval. Um, The H stands for harboring anger. So anger, frustration, resentment, all of those things can be a roadblock for a lot of people. The third one is A, anxiety or fear. So oftentimes if you're frozen, if you're stuck, it could be because you're fearful or you're anxious of, I don't know what to do next, or I don't know if I can really do this, or you're doubting yourself, like all of those things. So SHA, the R stands for relationships or relationship issues. So if you have things going on in your personal relationships, if you have things going on in your marriage, if you have things going on with your children, that will affect all areas of your life. And so someone may come to me and say, hey, I'm struggling with this in my business. And they may say one sentence about their marriage. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Like, let's talk about this right here because you can recognize, you know, that can be it. And then the last one is physical health. And so really encouraging people to take care of their health physically. And that's part of what I talk about. And I encourage people to do is, are you making time to move your body? Are you making time to sleep? Um, you know, the appropriate amount of hours, are you drinking enough water? So that's just one example. The sharp five is just one example of ways that when someone says, Hey, I'm stuck, we can dig a little bit deeper and find out, all right, what exactly is the area? And then taking that a step further and saying, how do you overcome the specific area that you are stuck in? That's a great, I love that tool. And I know you do coaching with groups and individuals, and it it really seems like coaching has become a thing, doesn't it? It seems like that we're moving into that. I know like I have a, I have an exercise coach and I have a health coach and, and you and I have done some coaching talking about life and personalities and plans. And, and there's just something great about having someone who's somewhat neutral and able to ask great questions and listen. And, and you do a lot of that. And so I really appreciate what you do. And I know, we probably have some listeners who have thought, well, I'd like to have a coach. <laughs> and so um, I know that if if you want to talk to Monique, she has set something up and you'd like to learn a little bit more about her. She has suggested that you connect with her on Instagram, Monique Scrip Coaching. And I put it in the show notes. And if anyone is interested in starting or scaling their business, or you just would love to have a coach, you want to say you have a coach, uh, I can 
highly recommend Monique. And on her Instagram, you can sign up for a 30-minute free consultation call. And I, I just recommend that. If you're at a place where you're maybe wanting to make a change or you're stuck or you're unsure of what to do next or you're nervous or any number of emotions, having a coach to talk to could be a great thing for you to try. And so let me ask you this, because I know you don't just do coaching. You also do some speaking to church groups and clubs and meetings and businesses. Tell us a little bit about this, because you do more than just one-on-one or or group coaching. You actually go and speak to groups. So talk to us about what you're doing there. Yeah, so I do. So when it comes to businesses, I talk about leadership and just how to thrive as a leader. I work with a lot of leaders. I teach them about duplicating. I teach them about how to support their team, all of those things so that they can have a thriving team. But then also as a woman of faith, I speak in churches and really get the message across about identity. So I have a podcast as well called the Fierce Identity Podcast. And the Lord really made it clear to me at the beginning of 2020, right before the pandemic is when I was launching my podcast. And he really made it clear to me to go out and speak the message of women knowing their identity in Christ. Because I think a lot of what women struggle with, the root of it is them not knowing who they are. So when it comes to speaking, that is what I speak on is I, I, I deliver that message of helping people truly understand who they are. That's a great word. And and it may be that someone listening, maybe they're in the Memphis or Mid-South area or they're listening somewhere else. You can get in touch with Monique and talk to her about coming to speak at your group. I can tell you personally, she's a wonderful encourager, and I believe she would encourage and motivate your group or your ladies at your church. So just for fun, a few other questions that I love to ask. What are you reading right now? What's your favorite book that you've got? on your desk or on your nightstand right now? Yeah, my favorite book. Well, if you have been around me for five minutes, I've told you about this book. I think I share this with everybody, is the book Fervent by Priscilla Shire. It's a book on prayer. That is my absolute favorite book. I have read it probably three times. I've given it, I've gifted it to people, all kinds of people, because it just really gets to the power of God and really seeking God through prayer and prioritizing strategic specific prayer and watching how God shows up. Absolutely. I've read that book several times, more than once, and I love that book too. So we're we're on the same page there, girl. All right. What about this? What do you like to listen to? Are you a person that likes music? Do you like podcasts? What do you, what do you put in your ears? Well, I, yes, I'm a podcast. I, I listen to the podcast. I am always, I think I'm always wanting to educate myself. So anything on business I'm listening to, anything on network marketing, because that's the field I'm in, I'm listening to. I love worship music. So you will catch me walking in my neighborhood, listening to worship music. That's probably my go-to between that and business podcasts. Those are wonderful. And that's a lot of good things that you're putting in your heart and your mind. All right, let me ask you this, because a lot of ladies say, okay, you came out motivated from the time you were a baby. (laughs) But what do you do to stay motivated? If someone's not feeling motivated or they need a little more motivation, what do you recommend that they do to stay motivated? How do you do so? So, Melanie, I would say that you have to be very, very discerning about the voices that you allow into your heart and your mind. because. I'm very, um, I have very clear boundaries. Like I don't listen to certain things. My kids make fun of me because I don't listen, you know, I don't listen to certain things while I'm driving. And, you know, I'm very, I have very clear boundaries about what I watch on television. And what it is, is it's guarding my heart in what I allow to come in. So I would say, you know, fill your heart and your mind with things of the Lord. And 
some people may listen to that and go, ah, yeah, but I like all these other things too. Or I like all these, this other music or these other TV shows, but especially, and it might be because I speak and I coach because I was having this conversation with my husband (laughs) because we disagreed on some things that were like, what's okay. And what's not okay. You know? And I said, you know, I speak and I coach. And the only thing that I want to come out of my mouth is God's truth and God's word. And if I have anything else in my mind that is not in alignment with that, it's a distraction from my heart being in the right posture that's necessary in order for me to speak. If I feel like God is putting me on stage and I want the Holy Spirit to speak through me, I need to saturate myself with his truth, with his word. And so that's all I listen to. Amen, girl. That'll, that'll preach. <laughs> that's, a, that's such a good word. And you're right. If we put garbage in, that's what's going to come out. And we do have to guard our hearts and minds. I know I've found sometimes I'll be listening to some music and and just it'll come across the television or maybe you're just in a store and you pick up those words and all of a sudden you're singing these words and you're thinking, that's not what I want right. in my heart right. and mind today. So that's a that's a great word. Well, Monique, Women Living Courageously, our motto is this. We are ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God. And so I always like to ask these two questions that relate to our motto. And one is kind of fun, and it's this. What makes you an ordinary girl, just one of the girls? What makes me an ordinary girl? I mean, I'm just an everyday mom. (laughs) I'm just an everyday mom. Um, Yeah, I would say I'm a very normal person. I live a very normal life. I go to bed at 8.30. 8.30. Do you, what, what, now what time do you get up? I get up very early. Very early. Okay. I get up probably around 4.30. Ooh, that may so. not be ordinary. That may be extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> I right. would say I'm an ordinary mom who is struggling to get dinner on the table for my, uh, for my three kids. There, so, you, go. there you go. Yes. I saw Monique put up a reel the other day that her, your, your son was asking what you were going to eat and you were too. And yeah. so I, I like that about you. Yes. All right. Well, let me ask you the second part of the question. How has God been and how is he extraordinary to you? Oh, he has been so extraordinary. Probably his faithfulness. You know, when you, we were talking a second ago about fervent. And when I started reading fervent, I started writing down my prayers and getting very specific about prayers and very specific about the things that I felt like God was putting on my heart, dreams, um, aspirations, things I felt like he was leading me to. And over the course of time, watching his faithfulness has been such a um, affirmation of his power because I, you know, I know I'm like, this is because of prayer. This is because of, you know, what he spoke to me years ago or whatever that I'm seeing come to fruition that I believe that he can do anything. And so he is extraordinary in the sense that he is faithful to his word. That's good. And you are so right. Um, I love the things that you've shared. And thank you so much for being with us today. This has been so fun. And it's been a joy and a blessing for me to get to know you personally. And then I love now that the listeners get to know you a little bit and hear your story. Um, I thought of a few takeaways because I always listen for what really just stood out to me. And a couple of things that stood out to me is one of the things you just said that you came back to is write down your prayers and see them answered. There is power in that because it also helps you to believe God answers prayers when you watch him answer those prayers. So that was a great word. And then watch what you put in your mind. (laughs) That is a good word. Be so careful what you let in. Set boundaries on what you watch and you listen to. Those are great words. And this has been so good today. You've given us so many good nuggets, so many gems. And I can't wait to go back and listen myself. 
And so I, I want to say to those of you that are listening today, if this has been an encouragement to you, we want to invite you to leave a review and we'll also share this podcast. If you have a best friend or your sister or your mama or somebody that would benefit from this, let them know about what we talked about today. And if you do want to have someone that could coach you and work with you or you'd like to know more about what Monique is doing, find her on Instagram. Go back to the show notes and look for her Instagram account and reach out to her. I know she'd love to hear from you. This has been so good today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Until next time, remember this. We are just ordinary women, but we serve an extraordinary God.